faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we lead pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Achudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. Lift up your hands to heaven. Say something to God in a few minutes, whatever you want to say. A month of unlimited greatness. Say something to God, whatever you want to say. Say something to God. I 
Testimonies of yesterday, what you are doing today, and what you will do tomorrow. One thing we promise you, we will give you all the glory. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Praise God. I want to speak to us. We're dealing with um, unlimited greatness, but I want to yes, I want to speak to us in that dimension about greatness and then assumption. One of the killers of greatness is assumption. One thing that can guarantee your defeat in life is assumption. One thing that kills relationship is assumption. One thing that kills friendship is assumption. One thing that hinders you from doing God's will is assumption. One thing that prevents you from having faith in God is assumption. Let's see how we're going to marry it, and I, and I will finish it today. Genesis 19. We'll read from verse. Let's take it from verse 15. Genesis 19 from verse 15. And when the morning arose, then the angel hastened Lord, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, 
Lest thou be consumed with the iniquity of the city, and while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for their life. Look not behind thee, let us stay down in all where, in where? Are you checking your Bible? Stay not where? In the plain, escape to where? Lest thou be consumed. And Lord said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life and I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape tither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall do what? Shall leave. And he, see, and he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing, also that I will not overthrow this city, for that which thou hast spoken. He is therefore an escape, blah, blah, blah. Let's look at that. Now, one thing the church must never take for granted is God's grace and mercy. It appears Lord has not learned any lesson in life. As a child of God, it is easy to assume we have it all made out. It sometimes can be mistaken to judge our brain and our thoughts sometimes to be God's will. Or our experiences to be God's will. There are many mistakes that Uncle Lot made in the journey of his life. First, Abraham took him, which is grace. I'm sure Lot was not the only relation in the family that Abraham had. But among the people that the covenant Abraham took along on that journey was Lot. Abraham will have told Lot to go back, but somehow he allowed Lot to follow. And as a result, the covenant that was working upon Abraham began to flow in Lot's life. Like they say, show me your friend and I will tell you who you are. Also, show me your friend and I will tell you the kind of fruit you will produce. Because Abraham carried a strange covenant of blessing and prosperity Lot joining himself to Abraham, the same covenant began to walk in Lot's life. We realized it was a covenant on Abraham because when Lot left Abraham, he lost all. So you can't leave the place of covenant and expect to sustain what covenant has given to you. And there came a 
a misunderstanding between Lord's servants and Abraham's servants because their prosperity were much. Abraham said, let us not quote, let's not fight. You must understand that language to mean a man that God has blessed don't need to fight anybody no matter what, maintain peace. There will be challenges, there will be trials of your faith. People will give you names, they will call you many things, they say you are proud, you are arrogant, maintain peace. Let's not fight, take anywhere you so wish. Even though Lot has been moving with Abraham for such a long time, one thing Lot had not learned from Abraham, Lot never learned how to build altar, Lot didn't learn how to pray. Lot didn't learn how to seek God or to wait on God. Lot has watched Abraham's life. I've seen Abraham's walk with God. Lot didn't learn any of them. And Lot came himself using the experience of his productivity and the increase of his flock, thinking he was a good manager. He didn't seek the face of God. He looked where there was good water and the place was lush and green. He chose a good path. Who became Sodom and Gomorrah? In the course of time, God visited Sodom and Gomorrah with destruction. If you check your Bible, because of Abraham, the friend of God, God had mercy on Lord and gave him a choice to escape. Now the angel sent by God said to Lord, move to the mountain. And Lord being a human being, felt he has a better idea. Oh angel, oh sent by God, if I have found mercy from God, if I have obtained grace from God, let me go this place, not where God said I should go. Am I communicating now? Are you with me in the house? Is somebody with me in the house? Why did Lord decide to do that? Lord assumes God will understand. Lord assume this place is better than what God is seeing. Ladies and gentlemen, you can only see today, not tomorrow. And when God is speaking, he speaks because he has seen the future. To assume that you are seen today and therefore think all is alright. You are wrong. That is why it's good to follow God step by step, line up on line. I read on the internet a few days ago, yesterday, I was telling Barista Balade when we were traveling. I said, look at this case. A young man got a scholarship to study in UK. Posted it on Facebook on Thursday that wow, every deal is sealed. Traveling to UK in the next 22 hours for my master's degree, blah, blah, blah. He didn't wake up on Friday, the day was to travel. He didn't wake up on Friday, the day he was to travel. I'm not happy about it, but I'm trying to study what went wrong. Anybody can assume I will see tomorrow. It's an option. Anybody can assume this thing I have started, this business I have started, it will be this, it will be this. And as a result, you forget the God that gave you the idea in the first case. If you know the damage assumption has done to people, you, you, you will, I don't know what you will do. That's as if I say, man trinket in his heart, so is he. Let me give it this way. 
Now come on, Zabai on me. I can see that Zabai on me pass by me, just pass by. No greeting. I quickly begin to assume. What will I assume? If I ask Yai Pajo, she will tell me, say, I think I've offended him. I begin to process. What have I done? What have I done? Then tomorrow, you see the same person. Instead of you going to relate with him, you are not judging him by yesterday's encounter. That there is something in his mind against you. Ladies and gentlemen, he can pass by me without greeting. He didn't see me because his mind is consumed in something else. For me to assume is because he's angry with me, I offended him, it is my state of mind. He may not even know I'm alive. Many people you are fighting who are at a distance don't even know you're existing. They don't have you in mind. Are you following me here? Are you with me here? Are you with me? Or you see somebody somewhere, your mind, because the human mind is so mischievous and wicked. You see somebody somewhere standing, your mind begin to calculate different things which may not be correct at all. And before you know it, you have built a shield, a wall between you and your helper. Do you know? Come on now. He's passing back and smiling. He now greets me. I didn't answer. Are you there? Why didn't I answer? Because of what I saw yesterday. Are you with me? Meanwhile, he has his own problem. He has his own trouble, which he's trying to solve. Now he has solved the problem. He's now coming back. I said, oh, you are there. How are you, sir? And, and I didn't ask because why didn't you greet me yesterday? Yesterday is gone. Many of all, because of wrong assumptions, you have made enemies from your helpers of destiny. You have turned your helpers to enemies. Many women assume their husbands to be what they are not. Even men assume their wives to be what they are not. Assumptions, and that brings a friction in relationship, builds a wall that hinders proper communication. Because you assume in your mind, sorry, sir. Lot assume. What am I trying to bring out? Lot assume that. Oh no, let me go this way. I mean, I'm intelligent enough. I, I went to school. I, I studied the environment. I've been living around here. Let me go there. And problem came. If you read down, what happened to him was very bad. Don't assume knowledge. Now let me give you an example. In the in the story of Job. And his friends, that if so Job was sick, they quickly assume Job is finished. They assume Job has sinned. All that the friends were saying to Job was saying, saying, you go to church every time, you are serving God all the time. Is this how God will reward you? Assumption. They never knew not only Job's life is on trial, their own destinies is on trial. And Job himself made some wrong statements. Assumption. Job not knowing what God is doing. Instead of finding out from God, what are you doing with my life? Assumptions. You assume God doesn't love you. You assume nobody loves you. In that church, nobody likes me. Nobody loves me. They don't even know your name. 
if you want us to know your name, write it on a big plate, signboard, paste it there, we'll cram it. I will be shouting it, but don't assume him that must be friendly or him that we have friends must show himself to be friendly. Don't assume nobody loves you or likes you when you yourself by your nature and character you are not friendly. Anybody greeting you, your teeth is closed. They won't greet you again next time. I don't like your faces now. Job, let me not read you. Can I okay, let me read Job 38? Few verses and I will jump away from there. Job 38, let's take it from Job 38. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we there? Job 38. We read from verse um, 1. From verse 1. I'll just take a few verses there. Let's see what God did. Are we there? The Lord answered Job out of the wild wind and said unto him, Who is this that darkness what? Darkness what? Counsel. Job, you are ignorant. You don't know what is happening. Even those who are talking to you, counseling you, are ignorant. Ladies and gentlemen, your life is a mystery. Don't expose it to assumption. I know the thoughts which I think towards you, thoughts of good, not evil, to bring you to an expected end. Don't assume punishment. Don't assume hatred. Don't assume poverty. God now said to him, verse 3, Job, stand up now. Put on your trouser like a man. Let's talk. What did God say? Job, put on your trouser. Let us talk. You are a man, Abby. You are making man. Let us talk. Verse 4. Where was that when I laid the foundation of the earth? Say it now. If thou hast any word, understanding. Who has laid the measure thereof? If thou knowest, or, or who has stretched the line upon it, whereupon are the foundation thereof fasting, or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the songs of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the sea with doors when it break forth, as if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the clouds, and God continued to ask Job, Praise the Lord. Verse 11 And said, Hitherto shall thou come, but no further. So God had put an end, and there shall thy proud way be put on by the sea. God was asking Job questions. Do you understand? Do you know what is going on? And by the time God finished with Job in his ignorance, Job said, he apologized. There are many things about your life you won't understand except by faith in God. That's as I say, for the just shall live by his faith. A 
it becomes dangerous to assume that your blessing you have or whatever you are enjoying because of your smartness and your goodness or because of your intelligence assumption and God warned us clearly Deuteronomy 9 verse 1 to 6 Deuteronomy chapter 9 Deuteronomy chapter 9 1 to 6 Hear O Israel Thou art to pass over Jordan this day To possess what? Nations greater what? And mightier than what? Someone say greater And mightier Now how do you imagine people of Israel when they came in contact with um, Goliath, what would they have said? Oh God, you brought us here to kill us by this Goliath. Once there is assumption, you will misinterpret everything around you. You create a wrong picture. You live in fear when God has gone ahead of you because you think, ah, this is set up against me. God is saying, you are coming to possess people greater, mightier than you are. Their cities are fenced. Verse 2. A people great and tall, the children of the Anakim, who thou knowest, and of whom thou hast heard, say, who can stand before the children of Anak? What's the next thing in verse 3? Read together verse 3. One go. Understand therefore this day. Go before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them and he shall bring them down before thy face. So shall thou drive them out and destroy them how quickly as the Lord has said unto thee. Are you following me? So understand that whatever God brings your way, he has made them a prey to you. Don't assume it's a plan of the enemy to destroy you. That one quenches your faith. It kills your drive. It kills your vision. Understand, therefore, that the same God who has brought you this far, he has gone ahead of you to make your way prosperous. It is him who will fight for you. But you must follow him by faith. What verse are we? Verse 4. Speak not thou. Where? 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 After that the Lord thy God has cast them out of thee before thee, saying, For my righteousness, the Lord has brought me into possess this land. But for the wickedness of these nations, the Lord has not drive them out from before thee. Not for thy righteousness, or for the uprightness of thy heart, does thou go to possess their land, but for the wickedness of these people? That the Lord thy God has driven them out from before thee, and that he may perform 
the word which the Lord has done what? Swear unto thy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and who? Jacob. Now look at verse 6. Read the first syllable. Understand how? Therefore. Give it not this good land. So, look up church. You must have understanding. Assumption is not understanding. Assumptions are understanding in error. In error. Many dreams God will give you will be bigger than you. God does not give a man a dream that is his size. Can I take it again? God will not give you a dream that is your size. Let me give you a term this way. Look up now. In the same way, God will not give you a dream that is your size. Watch this. The enemy will not fight you at your size. I don't think, is that a good English? Eh? Did you get it? Let me, the enemy will not fight you at your level. The enemy will fight you at the level where God is taking you to. Even if I end there, I don't mind. Let me help you. Come on, Pastor Nicholas. Let me look at this. Look at this. Watch this. This is his level where he is. The enemy will not fight him here because he has conquered here. The enemy will fight where he's going to. So the battle that we meet him here will not be a battle of the size there. It will be a battle of this place where he's going to. That is got to understand. Let me put it this way. Now, Goliath fighting David. Is that a battle for David? Whose battle is this? It's a battle of kings. You will understand. Who is supposed to come out from Israel to fight Goliath? Who? Saul. Now, who came out to fight Goliath? Why? Because he is a king by dream to be. Are you there? God does not give you a battle your size. He gives you a battle your dream. He allows a battle your vision. The enemy will not meet you where you are. He meets you where you are going to. So Goliath is a battle for King Saul. Saul does not have the capacity or by assumption Saul felt God has arranged the Philistines to kill them. But every battle God brings your way is not to kill you, it's to take you to where you should be. And David appeared and he looked at him. He said, this is the right that I'm waiting for to become a king. Even though I've been anointed, but it takes a battle to carry the trophy. Many believers are anointed without result. Yes. Because we have not fought the battle that will make a manifestation of that vision to be. And when the battle comes, the first thing the enemy brings you away is, ah, they will kill you. As who told they will kill you. And David said to him, who is this 
uncircumcised Philistine. What did God do? Instead of David assuming, David doesn't fall hand, he's going to battle. Instead of David assuming that this giant will finish me, David quickly understood God will never give you a thing to possess that is your size. You say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? So what David, David brought himself to that level where he is and told him to his face, I'm bringing you down. This judge shall live by his faith. As a man thinketh it, so he is. If you think you will kill it, you will kill it. I will get there, you will get there. I will make it, I will make it. And if you also think or assume you can't make it, you can't make it. No matter how I anoint you and pour oil, even Akram oil, nothing will happen. So the fa- that's why that's why you know what Saul said to David. He said, "David, he said you were a small boy." Hello, church. What did Saul say? You were a small boy. You can't fight him. But was Saul there when God was telling David about his next throne? He wasn't there. He knew nothing. He said, "Don't worry." And he gave me all this ammunition. Blah blah blah. He gave me all this. He said, "Wait." He said, "David said I'm not used to it." I'm used to working with God by faith. I'm used to working with God step by step. Not boast an experience of those who have gone ahead of me. Let no man have trouble them. I will go and meet this man and I will bring him and I will kill him. All of you, hold on. So the battle of kings is what a young boy David fought and he became a king. Are you getting it? So if you, if you, the place you are going to, the thing you are to possess, they are giants, they are bigger than you, and God is giving them to you, not because of your academic qualification, not because you didn't go to school, not because you have experience, but because he wants to teach them a lesson, and because he loves you. If you study Dream chapter 7. Because you are his child. It's not because you are better, it's not because you are more, but because God loves you as his child. Always understand, I am a son of God. I am a daughter of the most high God. I am loved by God. I am cherished by God. He didn't bring me this far to put me down. He didn't bring me this far to destroy me. Always have that in your mind. Praise God, somebody. Lord missed it because he felt he knows better than the angels. Even when at second time, after he went to the plane, later I said, let me go to the mountain now. Let me go to the mountain. He get to the mountain. He didn't stand the mountain as the angels said before. He went to stay in a cave. He went to stay in a cave until the two daughters came and said, look, look, in this cave where we are living in, only us and our father said, who will marry us? Let's go to our father one by one. Let him impregnate us. That is not where the angel said, go. Ladies and gentlemen, when you miss direction, it may look good for a season, but doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. And many people are flying on the streets on their own willpower. 
A young boy a few days ago killed his father and mother, carried their heads for ritual. Small boy. You know what is happening in the world? Killed his own father and mother for ritual. What are they looking for? Money. If you are not contented with life, if you are not contented with what God has made it to be, you will live in error. And to begin a journey of contentment, you must delight in God, serve God. Paying tight is submission to God. Giving offering is submission to God. Serving is submission to God. You are not doing God a favor. You are not doing pastor a favor. You are telling God, I am under your authority. But the devil will tell you, or you are telling you, you are making pastor rich. You are, you are, you are, like, you are paying tight to the church. Giving offering. Ooh. Such people, like I never told you, I want to say, I say, look, for one night, before you can get me, you go try. What my first made me say, he said, if you put uh, 20 million in one month, you get 60 million. I say, even petroleum business does not give such profit. What kind of business is that? Well, I can see if you can put, you see your friend put 20 million, he now has 100 million in three months. If you start with 20, you can get 80 million in two months. I say, I'm, I'm not a businessman. Lack of contentment. Before you know it, you are bruised. That's going to be committed and to tie your life to God. It controls your, your, your habits and your habitation. It governs your appetite. Get that appetite for food, appetite for pleasures of life, either car or hairdo, like the one we saw. I can't even enter car again. I'm an answer thing. Are you hearing me here? Whether you bone, you buy bone, is it bone stick, bone straight? Eh? Bone straight, and your life is not straight at all. It's not straight. Your life is bang. Your life is jagba jagba. And you are buying bone straight. Nothing is straight in your life. Is somebody hearing me here? Nothing is straight. And the devil knows how to deceive Africans. Different size and different name for different hairstyle. Human hair, Brazilian hair. Which other one? Eh? Goliba hair. All manners of hair. And different prices. Then you took this one that the price is higher is original. Who told you? Then you buy it, and after two months, you buy another one again. You're on your own, no? Praise God, somebody in the house. Are you following me here? Are you getting contentment with life?
fear God. Move with him. Job 22. How do you get out of assumptions life and to live well with God? Job 22. Let's look at verse 21. To maybe verse 22, 21. Mm-hmm. So a queen that said to him, and be what? Be at peace. So, so your closeness, your relationship with him makes you to be at peace. You can't relate to the devil and all those occultic people and expect peace. You have sleepless night. And be at peace. And what's, what's the next thing? Thereby what? Thereby what? Good, verse 21. Thereby what? Good. So good comes in your relationship with God. Not in your assumptions. In your faith in God. The next verse quickly. Let's now run with that. Look at it. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth. And lay up his word where? In your heart. Read on. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away what? Iniquity. What is iniquity? Assumption. Will God do it? He will not do it. Can he do it? He can't do it. Iniquity. Let's read on. Then shall thou lay up what? So, so the prosperity you are looking for, so the prosperity you are looking for, which is gold, you shall lay up gold as what? As dust. That means you will have prosperity. You can't measure. It's a product of acquainting yourself, having a solid relationship with God. Others may overtake you. That's assumption. Nobody has overtaken you. You are in your level. Others may think they are better. No. How did they measure it? Is it by wearing cloth? Is it by wearing suit? Have you noticed that today's big boys and big men, they don't even wear suit. They wear t-shirt. And you see them, you don't know till they perform. Have you noticed that those who God has blessed don't argue with anybody? They mind their business. That you are arguing and winning the argument doesn't make you better. Is somebody hearing me here? Now let's look at the next verse. Shall lay up gold and silver. Then, yea, the Almighty shall be what? Be thy defense. What are they doing? The Almighty shall be what? Because when He blesses you, He protects it. When He provides for you, He protects it. The Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have what? Can you say it louder? These are results of acquainting yourself with Him. Having the law in your heart. Having understanding of scriptures. Living by scriptures, not by public opinion. Not by Facebook. Not by the assumptions you create. By public news. The next verse. 
For then shall thou have what? In the Almighty, and shall lift up thy face unto God. So delight to trust Him, to love Him. Now, delight. Come on, two of you come quickly. Delight, stand here. Stand here. Delight, no, stand here. Stand here. This is Facebook, this is TikTok. Come. Instagram, start in my front. That is Instagram. Are you getting my point? Facebook, TikTok. To delight in God, this is Instagram, in my front. See, delight in God. In delight in God, is there, I'm not seeing him. This is there, this is there. I'm not looking, I'm not looking here. I'm looking here. So, to delight in God is to look above everything human that the enemy presents to distract your focus in God. Even though she's in my front, but I'm not seeing her. Because for, you see what your mind creates. But if my mind is on her, I won't see her. If my mind is not there, let her stand there, lift her hand, let her jump up. I'm not seeing her. I'm seeing where my, my mind is in delight in God because the word have I hid in my heart. Loaded with scriptures. Loaded with vision. Vision and scriptures of my destination. The prophecy of my life. So be, all of you be shaking body. Be shaking body. Be doing whatever you are. Tell me for me to get my attention. I don't know where I'm going to. Mother, what you are calling? I'm going. If you allow those things to influence you, you'll be like Lord. Say delight. Give me verse 27 quickly. Thou shalt make thy way prayer unto who? Do you, know, do you know that many of us can't pray in the night because of TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook? You can't pray. You, 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 you sleep with from That's why you dream the person that has no leg is pursuing you. I'm not running. Sense will not even tell you that. Why am I running? This person has no leg. And he's pursuing you. You're running. Then you wake up and you're sweating. Even at that, your sense will not come back to say, why am I running? Because he has no leg. Because your mind is full of TikTok. Instagram, Facebook is loaded. No scripture. The few verses you learned in church, TikTok covered it. Because you got home, you didn't study. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto who? And it takes the word. It takes a study of the word. It takes reading the Bible to pray. Any prayer without scripture is so ricky. It's just so ricky. When I hear them say, Oba and Oba, Ulua and Ulua, Elidumari, El Shaddai, Elohim, you have nothing to pray. Not to pray. We know those things before. Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, eh, Jehovah Rapha, eh, eh, Jehovah, wait, Jehovah Nisi, we know them. You have, you, have no, you have no prayer. Genuine prayer, a product of a scripture that jump out. You say, wow! Sometimes you even use speaking in tongues to cover prayerlessness. You can use speaking in tongues to cover a wordless life. 
wordless life. You see, if you pray in the world, I'm talking about the effectual and effective prayer is a product of the world. Pray prophecy, pray revelation. Thou shalt make thy prayers unto him, and he shall hear thee. And what? And thou shalt pay thy what? Thy vow. Why do you pay your vow as a loyalty to the Almighty that you are my creator? Your vow, your tithe, your offering, whatever be the thing, as a loyalty. That God, you are my core, you are my edge, you are my king. Verse 28, and I'll close in verse. Thou shalt also do what? Are you there? Are you not there? Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be what? Established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. All these are product of delight. Stop looking at your friends and neighbors. Stop assuming their life is better. They are not better. Stop assuming your colleagues are better. They are not better. Verse 20, what are we? 29. We'll end in 30. 29 quickly. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there is what? And he shall do what? Save the humble person. Who is the humble person he will save? The one who delight in him. The one who trusts in him. Others are saying there's a casting down. Things are not moving well. The nation is, but the economy is by saying, no, there's a lifting up. Why? You are speaking from the point of view of scriptures. You are speaking from God dimension, not human dimension. Verse 30. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and it is delivered by the pureness of your hands. Do you like that scripture? We serve a faithful God. If you don't want the world to control you, intentionally delight yourself in God. Deliberately move towards God. Midweek service is not to keep you busy. Champions Club by 8 o'clock is not because we have nothing to do. It's for your good. Coming to church, you do not pass any favor. It's for your good. Because things you learn in church, you can't learn them on your own at home. Is that true? Communal prayer, you can't pray well on your many of you. The the you sleep more when you need them to pray. Am I talking to you? That's when you sleep more. That's when you dream in the afternoon. So let me go and pray. It is two o'clock. As you need that, you start dreaming. That's you see yourself in Canada, London, America. Meanwhile, you have an international passport. You don't have passport. <laughs> you don't adjust yourself in other shopping, shopping. And so sleep can be very long because you are shopping. You are shopping. You don't have money. No ticket. You didn't buy ticket. You didn't, you didn't get visa. You are shopping. See yourself in Tesco. See yourself in Maze. You are shopping. From there, in within a twinkle of an eye, you are in Canada from London. No plane, no plane. You just appear. Can't you see a family problem? <laughs> just appear there. 
By the time you wake up, you have spent four hours kneeling down without prayer, but dreaming. You say, ah, Father, let it come to pass. What should come to pass? What should come to pass? They will just deceive you, just cheated you freely. Why? There is no word. There is no delight in him. Did I bless you today? Lift up your hands to heaven. Pray, prayer, God. Help my heart to delight in you. Not everybody is struggling. Not everyone is, 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 is complaining and murmuring. When you depend on those things around you, you will complain and murmur. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Lord, help me. Make a decision to delight in God. Make a decision to trust in God. Make a decision to trust in Him. Take a decision to trust in God. It's your choice. It's your choice to trust Him. We proclaim you now and your own and your awesome majesty. Come, fall upon us now and release your power and let your presence oh Lord oh Lord oh Lord oh Lord really up your voice and talk to him. Make up your Lord, help me to trust you. Decide to trust him. He's worthy. That you are alive today is because he keeps you alive. Lord, we proclaim And your mighty power and your awesome majesty. Oh Lord, come us now and release your power and let your presence. Let your presence fall. 
can you talk to God for a few minutes? Your escape from the troubles of this life is to come yourself to the altar. Your escape from the problems of this life is to tie yourself in God. Your problem from the trials and the storms of life is to tie yourself in God. Like we read in Job 22. If you want to escape the troubles of life, tie yourself in God. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Make up your mind. I will study the scriptures. I will eat my Bible. You can't read Bible and not pray. You can't study the Bible and not pray. The key to prayer is not problem. It is scripture. When you study the scriptures, you, you must pray. You must pray. Stop assuming God doesn't like you like he loved that man. Stop assuming that man doesn't like me like he loved that one. No, it is your mind separating you from helpers of destiny. Lift up those hands to heaven. Lift up those hands to heaven. I want to pray. Father, we thank you. Lift up those hands to heaven. Father, we thank you today. I pray for every man, every woman that you give us a heart of understanding. To understand and to know that as believers in this kingdom, we can't live our life like outsiders. Open our eyes to see. Open our ears to hear. Our eyes to see you. In the midst of many things around, help us to see you. In the midst of many voices around, help us to hear your voice. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. At the sound of my voice, that from today your spirit will taste after him. Amen. I say, dear, pants after the water. Oh God, let our soul pant after you. Create a hunger in us. For they that taste after righteousness shall be filled. Help us to taste after you. Help us to hunger after you. Help us to delight in you. Help us to serve you the more. Like your disciples pray, Father, help our unbelief. Help us, oh God, to believe you the more. Remove from us wicked people. Remove from us distractions. Remove from us strange voices. Remove from us strange friends. Friends that mislead us. People that lead us astray. Separate us from them. In the name of Jesus. I pray for the Lord will give you peace. The Lord will prosper you. The Lord will defend you. Look up now. Look up now. You will have gold as dust. You will have silver as dust. The Lord will bless your coming in. He will bless your going out. He will bless you on the road. He will bless you in your business center. He will bless you in your office because you delight in him. He will prosper your journey because you delight in him. He will prosper your mission because you delight in him. You will not end in shame. You will not end in sorrow. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Look at me. This week, every eye seen me here today. And who will watch online, you will see good throughout this week. Your eyes will not see evil. You will not see sorrow. You will not see things that will cause you pain. In the name of Jesus, anger will be far from you. Poverty will be far from you. Hear this one. I pray as your amen with thunder. Your assumptions will not separate you from helpers. I pray and I rebuke that devil that will make you see your helpers as your enemies. I rebuke that spirit that will make you see your helpers as enemies. In the name of Jesus, watch me this week. The Lord will guide you to your promised land. He will guide you to gold. He will guide you to diamond. He will guide you to silver. He will guide you to great harvest. That will be your story. He will guide you to your testimony. In the name of Jesus, you will not come back on Sunday empty hand. You are coming back with a testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Can I hear better? Amen, church. It is the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.